Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor simply is the perfect place to go if you're trying to start a podcast. First off, free, that's great, but there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super easy to use, super intuitive, Uh, and then once you have that edited, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more places uh, where you listen to podcasts. And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away. No minimum listenership. Start getting that anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Hello and welcome to the Schooner Pod. Test episode number two. My name is Bobby Howard. I'm the host. Just a quick warning. Uh, the FAU preview mentioned at the beginning of this episode is not in here. Uh, that is coming next week at our usual time on Tuesday. So sit back, enjoy the bonus episode. We're going to talk about some Big 12 preview questions. So enjoy. Welcome to the second edition of the Schooner Pod. I'm your host, Bobby Howard, here with my venerable co-host, Jameson Maxwell. What's up? And if you haven't listened to the first one, it's a full. we had a full roster breakdown. Check that out. We're here today to dive into some Big 12 predictions and our uh, take on the FAU game. I can't wait till Saturday. I, I can't wait anymore. Uh, this college football is just something, such a huge atmosphere and everything. And we're in that dead period of sports right now where I'm having to watch Little League World Series, and I can't do it anymore. Shouts, I can't. Shouts to Big Al. Um, <laughs> I can't. He, he did not hit any dingers. That's the that's so disappointing. Anyways, let's dive in. The best uh, Big 12 team against the spread this year. Jameson? Well, I don't think it's going to be Texas. Definitely not. They are the most overhyped team every single year. Uh, I don't want to listen to Booger McFarlane anymore. I don't want to hear about this. Texas is back. They're going to be the Big 12 champions and everything. I think they're good. Don't get me wrong. They've got some players. They recruit very well. I don't know how they recruit well. Whenever their coach is making fun of quarterbacks, like little kids. Tom Herman's making fun of kids. Rue Locke. And also all their former players in the NFL are talking trash on them. I don't get how they still recruit well. Um, I guess that's just something behind the scenes we don't know. So, you know, all those Texas lines are going to be just way out of whack. Everyone's going to think, oh, Texas should be winning. Texas should be doing all this. No, uh-uh. Texas is not going to be good against spread. I think they can win games, not against spread. You know what? I'm going to go with give me Baylor. Oh my God. I am on, I'm on the Brew train. Oh. Brewster is my man. I love Baylor. I love what they showed for last year. They might not have been that good. Win? They might not. No, no, no. I'm, get, let me get <laughs> Okay, I, I know, I know. They Wait, might not have won that much. Don't get me wrong. But one guy I love that I think is going to be a first-team Big 12 player is Chris Mims, their wide receiver. He is a stud. We could not – oh, you could not stop that guy. He just bullied us down the field every game. That was kind of a close game, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I was pretty dang nervous about losing to Baylor there. And they just added a former five-star recruit 
from Tennessee, Jalen Hurd, and they just converted him from running back to um, wide receiver. He's more of an athlete, so he's very capable to do that. You got so you got Brewster throwing to Mims, and I think that's just going to be your stud. I think that's where you're going to get a lot of yards. You're going to see a whole lot of hype out of that in the Big 12 circle. It's not going to get national coverage. I'm not going that far. But I think Baylor's going to be pretty dang good this year. Against the spread. I'm oh. emphasizing against the spread. I'm not saying they're going to be amazing. Okay, fine. I, I know that's I know that's the name of the game, and um, with my team, I don't necessarily think they're going to win a lot of games, even though they kind of did last year. Uh, I'm going with Iowa State. I think Iowa State, um, while they aren't as good as last year, they still return retain like a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that defense is still very very much intact. They still have Kyle Kemp at quarterback. Uh, you still got David Montgomery running the ball, one of the best running backs in the in uh, the Big Twelve. Um, however, the the name Iowa State just isn't that it does it doesn't pop. Vegas, Vegas isn't going to take a lot of money on Iowa State bets. Um, so I I really I really see them being underdogs for a lot of the season. Um, I just don't see them actually getting the wins though, which no. which keeps them under just enough. Yeah, I agree. Iowa State's definitely going to be good against spread this year. They've got a bunch of returners, unless Vegas somehow is really hyped on it. A lot of that I take into account whenever thinking about this is. Uh, you got to realize that bets aren't as accurate about like who actually is going to win. It's more on an algorithm of like who's betting and what way they can come out. So, like you said with Iowa State, I don't think the city unless the city of Ames, Iowa, is going to get yourself a casino with this new sports betting thing, and <laughs> they're the one team in the whole country, except other than Vegas, is betting. You know, I, I don't see much on uh, Iowa State uh, being very favorable in the betters' eyes. Yeah, and. I think they're just going to be just bad enough to get no respect, but just good enough to keep games interesting. All right, so who's your biggest upset of the year? I hate to say it. Don't want to say it. It's going to be Texas Tech over OU and Lubbock. Oh, man, no, no way. I, look, I don't think Texas Tech is very good at all. I think Clint, uh, Kingsbury gets fired this year. I do, too. I, he's gone. The, they, they, they don't even really have a white, like... They don't even have a quarterback, really. Shimanek's gone. They have the guy who they started against Texas. Didn't really do great. Um, <laughs> their defense is a little bit good, though. And Lubbock is a weird place to play. And we've seen weirder things. Remember that number 3 OU team that lost in Norman? And that the, that happened. The Tuberville? The Tuberville era? See, here's the deal. With predicting upsets for OU, it is just, you just throw a rock into a pond, hopefully you hit something below. Like, it's it's so it's such a wild card because they can lose to anyone every single year. Even no matter how good the team is, we are very capable of tripping up. So, yes, this is a kind of a big-time upset and everything, and if you get it right, yeah, that'd be big. But, I mean, we could also lose to anyone else. Well, we, I, who, I who, sure who had Iowa State? Who had yeah, Iowa State? No, no one had Iowa State. So, I mean, that's a pretty fair pick. That's a pretty big upset. With me, I'm still riding on Baylor, baby. Oh, boy. Baylor goes to West Virginia and beats them in Morgantown. But oh listen, this, this is the story. This is the story of it. So, West Virginia playing up to this is their eighth game of the season. So, their, their non-conference is actually pretty good. They got Tennessee and NC State. So, I think they beat both of them. So they come out of 3-0 out of their non-conference. And then whenever they start off, they got Kansas State, Texas Tech, Kansas, and Iowa State. They'll win those, 
and more and down in Morgantown they'll be seven and zero and they'll be hyped and everyone's gonna be thinking, oh dang, this team be scared of you, like they're coming for the last game of the season. Baylor's gonna roll in and just stun them when they're on their top of their high hill. Oh man, and more than anything that would be crazy about that, it's a Thursday night game. Uh huh. So. <laughs> See, seeing Baylor come into a place with a bunch of drunk, <laughs> drunk Mountaineer fans. Maybe they hadn't had enough moonshine yet. They just rolling out of class. I I don't know. I I could see that happening. You know, Thursday nights are havoc times. Like oh, yeah. you, Thursday nights are always great times for upsets. And um, after that, I think I I, I think West Virginia is pretty good. Don't get me wrong. I think they're getting a little too much hype. I don't think that you got Sills as a first-team All-American. I'm not sure about that. I think Will Greer could be a first-team All-American. Not sold on that. I wouldn't put my money on it. But after they lose to Baylor, the collapse is going to ensue for West Virginia. So after they play Baylor, they go to Tex- they go play Texas, lose. TCU, lose. Then they play Oklahoma State. They're going to beat Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, nothing. And then nope. last game of the season... OU lost. They missed the Big Twelve championship. I yeah, I, and I I when we're about to get to our Big Twelve championship picks, um, I kind of thought that too for a second. There's a surprise third team, third place team I have that I thought could get knocked down, but I just I've, I'm feeling two through seven is going to be such a mess that I see West Virginia just barely crawling on top and having this Big 12 championship set before. So yeah, what's your Big Twelve championship then? Uh, I got to go OU West Virginia. Uh, you can't, I, it's, there's not really a standout team other than Oklahoma. Um, I, I think they're a very good team. There are a lot of questions, of course, but I mean, look at the rest of the big 12. It's a total mess from, from two to seven, in my opinion, it it is just a slog. Um, yeah. So whenever you say West Virginia and OU, do you have this as like a, whoever wins this is going to the playoff kind of thing? Oh no, I have them like, oh, well, no, not West Virginia's gonna have two, three losses. Okay. I just see them having better two, better two to three yeah, losses yeah, yeah. than my third. My, when we go to the rankings, you'll see. So, who, who's your Big Twelve champ? Okay, so another story here. I hate to say it, but my OU upset this year is TCU beating OU. That's down in Fort Worth this year. It reminds me of whole lot twenty fourteen. It's, I think it's going to be very similar to what that was. Uh, and I think they're going to rematch each other in the Big 12 championship. I love TCU this year. I Some people say they're rebuilding and everything. Yeah, they're, they just need new quarterback and everything. But they've got Jalen Rager, star-studded athlete. He is just a beast. He's a, you give him the ball and he will create. And then you got, I think, the best uh, defense player in the Big 12, Matt Boson. I think that's your Big 12 um, defense player of the year. He's He did awesome last year, and I, I think he's just going to get so much better. With Patterson as your coach, he's a mastermind, and he always creates good good teams even whenever you don't have a good lineup. And even through all of his teams that he's had at TCU, he came out this year, and I understand you have to say this about every team, but he said this is his best defense he's ever had. That scares me. Patterson's a really good coach. Yeah, and th- that says something. I mean, because they they've lost a lot of a uh, lot of really good players on defense. Some of the their best pass rushers. Um, I'm a little low on TCU this year uh, for a lot of the reasons why uh, you know you're saying that. I, I guess 
a lot of people think they're low. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm a bit of a bandwagoner when it comes to that one, apparently. But I, I don't know. I just I don't see TCU really taking that t- taking that jump. We'll see. With the defense uh, being being so green, being so young outside of outside of Boson, I. I don't know. Well, we'll see. I, I think they definitely have a lot of potential. And Gary, you'd never count Gary out. But yeah. I think if there was a year to count him out, this one might be it. If he can turn it around, um, wow, that'd be huge for them. I No, I'm not saying that they're going to be a one or two loss team. I think they're going to be three losses. Yeah. I don't really see much this Big 12 really being star-studded. I think, like you said earlier, two through seven's going to kind of cannibalize themselves. They're all going to beat each other, and they kind of be this weird where there's really, I don't know who's going to be the number two team in that Big 12 championship, but I think TCU is going to kind of come out because I think they've got those stars that can help them win big games, and I think that Oklahoma win is going to be really big for them, and that's my prediction, Yeah, but that's going to be big for them. What do you have, uh, do you have them beating Ohio State? that probably too much for them? No, they won't. See, that's I don't think Ohio State's going to... Uh, I mean, I, I don't think they'll beat Ohio State, but the good thing with the uh, Big 12... Uh, the Big 12 championship, that, I mean, they just got to win their conference games. Yep. It's it's not a super hard conference to, to really win. You just take care of business against some of the weaker teams and you're set. Um, so let's get to our preseason ranking. Uh, let's go 10... All the way up? Does that sound good? Absolutely. Let's do it. I think either way, with 10 or 1, I think we both agree. Uh, number 10, it's Kansas. It has to be Kansas. I'm really <laughs> hoping Kansas is going to pull out a couple wins this year, and they're going to hit their over. They've got to win three games, and they'll hit their over. So if they hit their nickel state to come out nickel, of the year. They need that nickel, that big nickel state game <laughs> opening opening season, man. It's I, We're, we're going to get to it a little later. I don't know, man. Nickel but, state, but I, I think... Really good FCS. <laughs> really <laughs> FCS powerhouse, man. If you, I mean, if any of y'all watch FA... I mean, uh, I almost said FAU. Last chance you. Uh, Ronald Ollie is out there in nickel state and everything. They got two guys from last chance you. Uh, they're a small town Louisiana school, but Kansas got to win their three games. They got Rutgers and Central Michigan as their other three non-conference. I think we can. I can. I think I can lock Kansas versus Nickel State. I can lock Kansas versus Texas. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh yeah, well, it, it's a Thanksgiving game. Oh no! And not only that, Texas has to go to Kansas on Thanksgiving. I love it. <laughs> the Big Twelve is poisoning their new big rivalry, Kansas versus Texas. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to beat Central Michigan. <laughs> I don't think that they're going to beat Rutgers. How sad that sounds. Rutgers is the. They're pretty much the Kansas of the North. That's saying something. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I. I don't. I don't see much for Kansas this year. I think number ten is generous for yeah. them. So bye bye Beatty there. I. He's probably gone. Yeah. He has to be gone if they, they can only beat Nichols. you got to oh, say goodbye to Bay. you got to bring back Mangino. Man, that's, that's whenever they had their year in there. It's the Orange Bowl of Virginia Tech. And that Desmond Briscoe, keep to leave. Like, they had some players. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to bring, you know, Mangino back no matter if he, no matter what happens, if he, if he ends up just eating half of your food stocks or telling half of your uh, players that they're going to go to the hood if they don't do their drills right, you still got to bring the man back. He's, or, or Charlie Weiss, same thing. Oh, right? God. Charlie, Charlie Weiss is probably the reason they're this bad. He, <laughs> no, it's first, totally The why. first thing he did is he cut all their scholarship athletes. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, they were doing so well with Mangino. He said, screw it, we're going to hire another fat guy. And Charlie Weiss. I think they had a Turner Gill in between, and then he just, I, I don't know. 
what are you doing, Kansas, man? It's well, so I, bad. I, I don't know. I, maybe they thought, oh, yeah, the good times were with the fat guys. Oh, yeah. Charlie Wise. Oh, no. <sighs> uh, we're spending a lot of time talking about probably one last team. Uh, so <laughs> one win team. One win. One win. Y'all heard it here. He's going one last. <laughs> one last Kansas. They're going all the way, baby. All right, so... My number nine is drastically, definitely, definitely different on my list. I got Baylor. Oh, no. I, I know I might be just writing from last year, but I, I just haven't seen enough. Um, I haven't seen enough of them, like, last year to really justify why they're going to get a lot of wins. I, I think Texas Tech, it was, it was really between Tech and Baylor for me. I think Tech might just have a step above Baylor. Um. I think they're going to get. They're not going to only win one one game this year, but I just, I think Tech's, Tech probably has it. I think with Tech versus Baylor, which kind of like an eyes, would you rather pick a better defense and a bad offense, or a bad defense and a good offense? And uh, I have Texas Tech in my number nine. Uh, I love Dakota Allen on their defense inside linebacker. He's a stud. He's going to lead the Big Twelve in tackles this year. Ride it down. He's going to be up first team Big Twelve. Guy, he's really, really good, and he's just a good guy. Everyone who watched Last Chance U season two, like he was one of the actual few guys that actually, like, wow, this guy is just not a piece of crap. I mean, I guess from that season, you got a murderer from it. Well, not a murderer, uh, <laughs> a guy who helped in a murder. Did he go to Florida? Oh no! Oh no! He should. No, no uh, that's that, right. Uh, Meyer's not there yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Urban. No, yeah. He. Uh, I don't. I don't remember where he's from. But it'd be funny if he was from Florida. That uh, makes sense. But that's kind of dark. And Florida yeah, but man. I, but with Texas Tech losing Nick Shimanek, that's going to hurt. They lost their wide receiving crew. What was it Kiki Cutie? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah Kiki, he was huge. Now, Kiki Cutie was just your stud. He didn't get too much hype. But, like, he always he's your stereotypical Texas Tech wide receiver. He gets kind of slot really quick, gets all those receptions. I think their offense is just going to be barren. Whenever I'm making this list, I'm kind of basing everything off whose offense is good. Because I just think that you have to score a lot of points to win games in this year. I don't think it really... If you have a good defense, it has to be supplemented with a good offense, is what I'm saying. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, that was your number nine. My number eight is Texas Tech. I I don't think they have a lot of... I don't think they have a lot of um, potential to be really good. Um, I think Cliff gets fired after this year. I, I agree. Think it, it, probably a year too late, honestly. Definitely. If they didn't beat Texas, like he would be gone. Absolutely. Um, no true words right there. I just, I, th I think, I think they're not awful, but I just, I, it's, it's a cannibal, it's, it's a tough league. I just think they get scooted to the bottom because I think the other two through seven are probably, are definitely better than Tech. Yeah, this is, this is going to be one of our worst Big 12s we've seen in a while. It's going to be sloppy. And there's a chance we could be left out of the playoff. I would not be surprised. Uh, I think it's us versus Pac-12, and I see a lot of good things in the Pac-12. Yeah, especially with Washington having that game against Auburn. Yes. Um, that's that's, that's going to be a difference maker. Big for them. And even if they lose, see, those first games of the season, like it's kind of like, oh, if I lose and I come back and win everything, oh, I just had a really good non-conference loss. But if you win, it's kind of like OU with Ohio State. Hey, yep. look, look who we beat. This should, this should put us in. So scheduling good non-conference for, like, if you know your team's pretty good – is really smart. Yeah, getting that getting that big non conference win just kind of like gives you a 
get out of jail free card in case you lose to Iowa State at home. Nobody cares because you beat Ohio yeah. State. And I am saying that for Pac-12 and Big 12 members because obviously in the SEC you can get Citadel and you'll be just fine. In November. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, so, so you, my number, your number eight. eight. This is kind of a bombshell. I feel like not a lot of people are going to pick this. Uh, I think Oklahoma State at number eight. Yeah. And, and same storyline with Texas Tech for me. I know Justice Hill is good. I know he's going to do really well. I want to see their offensive line. I want to see how they block for him. I think it should be decent. But is Taylor Cornelius really their man? Is he really? They're they're hyping him up and everything. <laughs> no. I I think they lost three their top three wide receivers, and they lost their quarterback. And we can dog on Mason Rudolph, but that guy was dang good. Like yep. like. What he did in Bedlam game was amazing, and it was overshadowed by Baker Mayfield. That guy was killing. He's throwing that dimes, and just he had a great deep ball. James Washington's gonna hurt, like losing him. Like like Marcel Aitman, that's gonna hurt. Like I understand, was it Stoner? Is there one of their returning guys? Yeah, they guys? still got Dylan Stoner, good. Like... and and then they got another guy. I can't think of his name, but I I mean they've got they got guys. I just. I think it, this year this year is going to really collapse, and, and I don't I don't see much from them. And like I said earlier, you've got to have a good offense, and their defense is just going to be embarrassing this year. I think I think they're going to be the laughing stock of defense. I think they got AJ Green. He's a good cornerback. Other than that, I want to see because everyone's saying, oh, they got all these good freshmen. What? OSU recruits well. I don't. I don't think they would do. I think. I, I think there's been a whole lot of good news recently about how bad their recruiting is. So I can't really trust young guys. I need to trust veterans with OSU, and they just simply don't have it. Not. Not at all. Uh, and I have them a little low too. We'll get to that later. Uh, my number seven, Iowa State. I, I, okay. I know they did good last year. I know they had this uh, miracle run. Matt Campbell's still there. He still got kempt. I just, I'm not really, I I don't think they're going to win a lot of games. They're going to keep a lot of games close. I just think with how much luck they had last year, how how much vibe, they they kind of had this momentum. I think think teams know how to game plan for them. I just really don't see them, uh, I, I don't see them pulling off the wins they did last year. They won't be bad. They just won't be what they were last year. Yeah, I think they kind of got grouped into kind of that Kansas mindset. A lot of people went in their lackadaisical. That's definitely what happened to OU. Kind of that Thunder mindset where you go in, hey, I, I'm good. I can win this game. We're yep. way better than them. You just go in there and you got a guys. Matt Campbell's a hell of a coach. Hell Simple of a coach. as that. And I could see him getting a better job here pretty soon. Even though he says he loves it in Ames, I don't know what he's saying. I don't know. That's kind of crazy to me. But I think that he fired up those guys last year and he said, hey, let's go out and win. And that's what they did, and they they got they tricked teams into thinking that they are nothing whenever they actually were something. But now the hype's up, so let's see if they can reproduce. I don't know about it. I think they'll be decent, but I don't think there's anything to see here. What's my number seven? I hate to say it, these are my boys. I'm really not a Baylor fan, but, <laughs> but this year I'm kind of high on Baylor against the spread. But they're my number seven. I talked about them so much already. I just just wait for it. Just wait for it. Just wait for <laughs> wait for Chris Mims. Chris Mims. Chris Chris Mims was he was good. He just struck fear into my the, my heart last year. Um, man, is it Chris Mims? Is what it is, is it Chris Mims or is, is it, it no? Oh, Chris Mims is the 
player. You couldn't wait. Yeah, Chris Mims is a Laker center. Oh my gosh, it's Denzel. Denzel Mims. I've been calling him Chris Mims this whole time. That's okay. Well, well I've been hyping up on a guy I don't even know my name. We'll, we'll, name, we'll just but, re- uh, we'll record you saying Denzel and then put it over it. It'll be just like Denzel. And then Mims. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. Dub it really, really bad. Now, yeah, y'all know what I'm talking. about. I guess y'all really don't even care. Yeah, Denzel Mims. Hopefully, people listen late enough to figure out that I corrected myself because I realized I said Chris Mims and I go Chris Mim is the NBA player. What am I saying? Because it's like M I H M for Chris Mim. Yeah. And Denzel Mims is M-I-M-S. Dude, all these Baylor players are just going to be blowing up my email. Way to go, man. <laughs> all these Baylor fans, it's going to be rough. Um, my number six, you're really high on them. I think i got to go. I'm going with TCU. I think they'll have a bit of a downturn from what they've usually had. I don't think it won't be I – don't, I don't think it will be that bad. Um, I just think they get lost in the slog a bit. Um, I mean, they're bringing back – they always have good defense. They wanted to be probably – one of the top two coaches in the Big 12 in, um, in Gary Patterson. I just, I don't see them really standing out above the rest, but... No, I mean, I agree with you on that one, because I feel like what we said, I feel like I kind of have to do a crapshoot if he's going to be my number two. Kind of have to go out on a limb with it, because it's it's very hard to predict. A lot of people think it's going to be West Virginia. I just, I can't, I can't bring myself to West Virginia. I could just as easily see West Virginia, too. It, it's it, We're in the middle of the mud here, Yeah, so... so with my number six, I got Iowa State. This is an easy one now at this point. Uh, like we said earlier, they're just solid. I don't see them doing anything crazy. Don't see many upsets. I think they just win the games they're, so, they're supposed to win, and it's going to land them right at the sixth spot. Yeah. Uh, number five, I have Oklahoma State. I don't think they're going to be very good. Um, for, uh, who, who the hell is their quarterback again? I, he, he's so forgettable. Wait, OSU? OSU, Taylor yeah. Cornelius. Taylor Cornelius. The man. T- Taylor Cornelius, old old corn man, out here slinging the ball, <laughs> slinging the ball around. I mean, I I think I think they'll win, will win games and have success based on their based on their great running back play. I I mean, Justice Hill is, I mean, that guy's I think it can be an incredible player uh, in the pros. Uh, he's definitely gone after this year. I and. Um, Supposedly, they have other guys. I read something in the Oklahoma today that it's like a something like they have a unique running back problem, which I I don't. They got don't King know. is their other running back, and he's more of like a big body kind of guy. Okay, and he got a. I don't. I'm so not, got... not going to try first names anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. Sure, I thought I thought it was David, but you don't don't count me on. So they got a Walmart version of Thunder and Lightning. <laughs> yeah, but so they got they got this King kid. They gave him snaps last year. He's good up the middle, just Hill's good on the side. But with me, Bobby, it's just, I, I don't know, I guess it's this deep stigma against Justice Hill for me because I'm really mad about this whole Daxton Hill situation. That's fair, that's and fair. His family. So maybe that's just <laughs> deep down hatred towards their family because Dax Hill's not even considering OU because we didn't consider their low-end three-star. Like, of course we're not going to consider him. He's, he's, we're not going to give him a scholarship. Jameson out here being petty towards uh, <laughs> petty uh, families, man. I love it. I mean, come on. I mean, like, really, whenever you're, like, families holding you back from stuff, like, come, come on. Come on, come on. I, I, that's what we're hearing about Dax Hill. There's still a chance we get him. I could eat my words, but it's looking like Alabama or Michigan. But the Hill family is salty, really <laughs> salty, that we didn't give their good-for-nothing out of high school running back an offer. I'm sorry, we don't offer low end guys like that. We're OU, we're not OSU. Unless you're a, uh, unless your kid like was one of the best coaches of all time here, we probably won't throw you on the yeah, team. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So number five for me, I got K State. 
Uh, I'm telling you, it's it's they got they that um, Delton kid. I, I think it's Alex. It is, <laughs> it is Alex. You're right. Good. It's Alex Delton. So I think I think he's gonna be good. Uh, they'll kind of play like a two quarterback scheme. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Oh, uh, uh, number ten, the white guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he played really good in the Cactus Bowl. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's Skylar uh, Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Skylar Thompson and Alex Dillon, they kind of play a two quarterback scheme. Bill Snyder, he's a genius. Don't get me wrong. It's just sometimes I think they go, how is this old man actually doing things? Like, is he truly actually making schemes like Lincoln is? No way. No way. I feel like he's distributing more and more each year. I don't know how much left he's got in his tank. But they got some players on their team. think they'll be good. But I, I'm, I'm nervous about Bill Snyder, man. I'm really nervous. He's looking, like, he's looking pretty dang old. Yeah, he's uh, getting up there in age. He's just hanging on till dear life until uh, they he can... just until, signed until, an extension. He's just trying to get his kid a chance, man. They, 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 they won't, they're not having any of the Brent Venerable stuff. He just wants his shitty little kid. <laughs> Sorry. I can't, I can't believe they signed him to an extension. Uh, like this, this Is this some like Kobe Bryant extension where it's like, thank you for being here so long. Here's your parting gift. Well, the stadium's named after him. The road that's, that's on the enough. stadium's named after him. The highway on the way to the road to the stadium is named after him. I mean, it, they, they worship the man. Yeah, I understand. And they're, <laughs> and they're still doing well. So I guess oh, they they're doing be, well. They can't be coming for his head. Oh, I'm good. Uh, as you'll hear later, they're, doing, they're yeah. going to do well. All right, so enough with that. Yeah, number four. Texas is back in the top five. There you go. It's, I Texas cannot, is back? Is that what you said? In the top five <laughs> of the Big 12 rankings in a terrible year. I don't I don't like Texas. Everyone knows this. I think they're kind of dog shit. Dog, dog doo-doo this oh, year. Wait, I don't wait, know if... Let me, are we, let's, let's, we, just are we being explicit? We'll oh, be explicit, but not overtly. Anyways, yeah, I think Texas is going to be really bad. I think, I think uh, Tom Herman is just a absolute terrible coach i think he's going to get sam ellinger another five concussions this year just like he does all of his quarterbacks he's going to run them in the ground i think it's a very pivotal moment to be explicit right now when you're talking to tom herman he's a straight up asshole he is an asshole nobody likes him not even his former players and okay he got all of his rep because in the houston game versus ou he spent the whole dang preseason Every single minute, probably preparing for us, and we came in and we got in a. We went to dang Houston Texan Stadium in a neutral venue. That's a bunch of crap. I'm tired of doing that. But uh, you know, he just all he did was prepare for us, and we overlooked him, and they beat us. And then Houston did nothing for the rest of the year, and they're like, "Oh, he beat OU. Yeah, so let's take him on Texas." He's a big game coach only. He only coaches for. He only like prepares for the big games. Saw it at Houston. Uh, I think that they beat they beat uh, the Lamar Jackson Louisville team on the yeah, road. Yeah, it's, yeah. Or no, it might have been at home. I don't know. He, he just only gets them hype for the big games and can't do the little stuff. But I, and that's why I see him at four. I think they'll get wins. I think by the end of the year, you'll hear the same stuff you're hearing now about how they're going to be a national championship contender next year. And they they just won't. They just won't. I think they'll I think they'll be good, but. Not yeah, that good. I think Texas is going to be good this year. Yeah, not that good. And I think it's because it's the players. I really do. Yeah. I think they're going to hit on a couple guys, and I really like Ellinger this year if he can stay healthy. Yeah. But with my number four, like I gave illusion earlier to uh, West Virginia, their collapse. 7-0 and to start the season, 
and then they just collapse after Baylor just just kills their dreams. Just wait for it to happen. Just I I can just see it. Just Baylor going in on that Thursday night and just destroying them, and they just plummet. Cause their schedule is kind of weirdly like their Big Twelve stacked is like all easy at the beginning, then they just got a run of just like the top teams. After. Yeah, and that sometimes works really well. I think that's what OU did last year, kind of. Yeah. But, uh, it also could be really bad for just like whenever you lose versus Baylor, it's really hard on that Thursday to pick back up and get back to the next Saturday and say, all right, let's play another game. We're going to go out and play, I think, TCU the next game. Yeah. And it's really hard to pick up after a hard loss like that. So uh, I think West Virginia's got the players. I just, I don't know. I just, it's not, it's nothing against them. I think they're very skilled. I just see that as a pretty good story, so I'm rolling with it. They, yeah, and I, I'll talk about West Virginia a little bit later. We'll, we'll get to that. My number three, my boys from Kansas State. You're always big on K State. I was, I, I am. I don't even know why. I just am always big on K State. I, um, I, I have a weird feeling about Snyder this year. I, uh, what does that mean? I think, <laughs> that little dark. No, I, I think I think Snyder uh, figures it out this year. That he's got he's got Colin Klein out here. It took him all out. these years to finally figure it out. He just had running quarterbacks and run them straight at him yeah. at, at us. But Delton, I, I think if Delton's a guy, I think I think Kansas State can go really far if he really goes. If he really is who who I think he can be, which he the guy who we saw in the. Um, uh, Kansas State game last year in Manhattan. I think he can definitely cause a lot of problems in this Big Twelve, um, especially in a in a league that doesn't have a lot of talent right now. I could see Kansas State just outgridding a lot of teams and out and just somehow finding this year being the year, just giving Bill Snyder one less little push here. This I just I don't see him outscoring West Virginia, who I have second. I don't see them out, out winning them. So yeah, and I feel like they did really well in their bowl game last year. They ended off the season really well versus UCLA, thirty-five to seventeen. Delton played really well in that, and yeah. um, even though Josh Rosen didn't play in everything, like they went out and they said, "Hey, like even though we're some mid Big Twelve team, like this is kind of Pac twelve versus Big Twelve is your kind of eh yeah, conference." Yeah. Like they really showed it up because I mean, you know, you guys know how bad the Pac twelve did last year. Yeah. And then, and then they had that big win in Stillwater. Uh-huh. I, I just I saw a lot out of them, um, and I think if they get they get it off to a hot, hot start, they have a really tough game against uh, Mississippi State and Manhattan. Uh, I don't know. I, I just see them sparking it off. Who's your three? All right, Texas is kind of back, folks. I've got Texas at three. Uh, I'm really really nervous about Red River rivalry this year. I, I I'm not going to go out and say we're losing to them. I'm not making that prediction. I'm keeping my prediction about the TCU loss for OU, but I think that the second game, if we do lose two games before the Big 12 um, championship, it'd be Texas. Texas, they come out for that game every single year, and we've been very fortunate recently to play against teams of Texas that have had not much experience at quarterback. The past three, we've got, what was it, Swoops, and then we got Case McCoy, and then we got young Ellinger and Bouchelle and everything. Swoops and McCoy both beat OU, though. I know, but I'm, what, what so, I'm saying, what yeah, I'm saying yeah. is just like, it's even scarier for me, because we, we trip up versus Texas. That's the moral of the story, because yeah. they come out to play. Yeah, I agree. But what I'm saying is, it's even scarier now as a preseason, because if you interviewed me last whenever Swoops and um, uh, McCoy beat us, I wouldn't, there would have been no way we would have lost to Texas. 
But now coming in the preseason, I'm nervous because they got an experienced quarterback in Ellinger. And I think Ellinger is way better than Shane Michelle. I think that he's a player. I think he's good in running. And OU is notorious for not being able to contain running quarterbacks. So I he's not he's not a speedster. But he is very smart about like how and where he goes whenever he runs. So I think there's a good possibility that we do lose to Texas. But I'd give like 60-40 OU, 55-45. And other than that, I think Texas is going to win their games this year. I think they're going to do decent. They'll probably have two or three losses on. I'll go three losses. Have three losses on the year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe four, but I'm going to go three losses for Texas. I think they're going to do pretty well, and I wish they'd do bad. But I, they've got talented players. Simple as that. Yeah. The thing on that Red River game, um, you don't. OU doesn't also doesn't have Obo there, literally almost killing himself to stop Bouchard. His, Jersey was green. It was wild. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think, I think the one thing I'm happy about, and I think we can both agree with, Red River Shootouts finally back. This is actually yeah. yes. going to be a good game that we're actually hyped for, that we're nervous about losing. And that's the first uh-huh. time that it's happened in years. I can't wait for that. I'm really, yeah, I'm really, really excited for that game. Uh, since I just graduated, it's gonna be kind of different, but. Your boy still got student tickets. Oh yeah. So I'll be I'll give my students tickets for there. I'm not gonna just buy a fair ticket. People who are considered doing that, I guess no one listening to this podcast right now is considering not going to the game. But people are like, Oh, I'm just gonna go to the fair and just get a corn dog and just drink beer the whole time. I'm just like, dude, like come on, like do you not you go to OU, you've gotta be like a football junkie, even if you don't like the sport. Yeah, they they literally put a new different definition into uh, fair weather fans. Oh uh, totally. That it, it's the worst. It big pet peeve. And we're not that bad. I mean, we're not that bad of Fairweather fans. I think we're, there's a bunch of gooners out there. But oh, God. Sooners and, sooners and gooners, I mean, yeah, but I mean... Uh, we got, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, if you've been in the student section, I, I'm, I'm fifth year, so I've not yet graduated, but there's always those, just a hefty amount of people who get up there, already pretty drunk, and decide just to go to, like, the bars immediately, like, in, halfway through the first quarter. Those yeah, are the worst. And I, that really, really irks me. And I find myself having to follow them, you know, just because that's your group of people, and if the majority says so. And I'm just like, I just want to watch this whole game because I'm interested. I'm just as interested if it's a blowout to see like our twos and threes play. Yeah, you know. Yep. But oh well. But on on that note, let's go to number two. Yes, uh, I got West Virginia. I I really I don't feel super confident in this pick, but I didn't feel confident confident with putting. A lot of teams at two. West Virginia, though, they have the chops. They got the experience. They got Greer. They've had a lot of years where they have done well, and then the West Virginia collapse always happens. Um, I just don't. I don't see that exactly happening this year. I don't think they're going to be great. I don't think they're going to go through unscathed. Um, definitely not going to be a national title contender. I think they lose. I think they lose probably probably three games, That's maybe fair. two. I don't. I don't think there's really a team that. I don't think they're a team that really pops out. However, I think they're probably just good enough to get in. I didn't. I didn't feel confident enough putting K State at two. I thought oh, that that would have been wild. That I'd have had to ring you on that one. I, I think you you would leave the podcast two episodes <laughs> in if I did that. So, um, yeah, no, I, I I'm going. I'm going uh, West Virginia too. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with my number two TCU, I could talk about it some more and everything. It's just, I'm telling you, it's a crapshoot with this one. Yeah. It's, you just got to pick a team, just hope it turns out okay. It's nothing going to be pretty. It's just going to be, they're there. 
You know, you just has to play another game where we should be doing round robin and just not having a Big 12 tournament. I mean, a Big 12 championship. But it's that, the that's stupidest my, system. That's, that's my thought on it. Because, I mean, yeah, championship games has this stigma. It's like a positive stigma for it, you know, like that it pushes you over the edge into the playoffs. But for OU being 10-team conference, it's just so redundant for us. It's interesting in, like, the SEC if you can get an Alabama versus, versus Georgia, but... I mean, if it's just a rematch of a game you just saw, no one, no one cares. It doesn't. It, the only thing it can do is hurt you. Yes. No. It it doesn't. It doesn't really push us over the edge. I uh, just go back to whenever TCU Baylor couldn't get into the playoffs that first year, and they're like, "Oh, we need a we need a championship game," and then it would have pushed us over. You know, if TCU what beat it, Baylor, it wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Would it have? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, gonna I, watch. I'm not. I'm not sold on that. But I mean, I feel like the majority of OU sports experts are really not a big fan of the Big 12 championship, but it's not too big of an issue to kind of fight it, you know? Yeah. I think we just roll with it, and here's the deal. If we're good enough and we are a national championship team, we shouldn't be losing the Big 12 championship, so we got to win that game. Nope. So, like, I mean, yeah, it's silly, but there's no excuse for us to lose it. Yeah, especially because it would be a basically, basically a home game against anyone but Texas. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then number one, it's OU. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the Sooners. Um, I mean it. This this team, it it has flaws. Every team has flaws, but it just has significantly less than any of them. Um, do you think OU is a playoff team this year? Uh, you ask me tomorrow, I'll tell you a different answer. I'm gonna say no right now. I I think that we're gonna have two losses. We're gonna win the Big Twelve championship anyways, but but I, I think that the Pac-12 is gonna get in over us. I think Stanford. Washington or USC, whoever, if one of them is going to just blow out and do really well, I just don't see us beating the Pac-12 out. But you never know. Yeah, I I don't think we're going to get in. I think it's I it, we really just have to win out to get it. We have to win out to get in, or really hope the Pac-12 just falls apart like it did last year with USC. Uh, I don't see either of those things happening though. Um, but. I don't know. I, I OU OU has the potential to. I think I think they definitely can. I just I, I think Baker bailed us out of so many situations, and unless the defense can step up and really shore up everything, I I uh, I don't see it happening. See, we have so many question marks this year, and uh, I just have to say that there's going to be some kind of trip up along the way whenever you have question marks. Last year we had like no question marks. Like that was our team. Like we had Baker Mayfield. We tripped up first Iowa State. We just did our typical OU thing. So what do you think whenever you have a first guy coming in, Kyler Murray, his first time playing quarterback pretty much as a starter, you know? In two years. I mean, and, it's crazy. And, like, it's so hard not to think there's not going to be a game where he just goes out and duds. And you can't have duds in the Big 12 on offense. Nope. You sure cannot. So that was our uh, Big 12 preview. We ran out of time for the uh, breakdown of the FAU and Week 1 games. So that will be coming at our regular podcasting time next week. Um, So look out for that. Make sure to tune in. And uh, thank you for listening. Boomer Sooner.